0: It is Christmas time, and I wanted to take this opportunity to send out Christmas greetings to all of my listeners to round out this, my sixth season of the podcast, Retelling the Bible. So, let me read for you this very special and very historical Christmas proclamation. Citizens, do not be afraid, for I bring you good news of great joy that is for all peoples. For on this day we celebrate the birth of the One who has come to be the Savior of the world. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He is most truly the Son of God. And he has come to bring peace on earth and goodwill to all those whom he favors. This day, the day of his birth, is the day which we might justly set on a par with the beginning of everything and the start of a new age. He, by his epiphany, has exceeded the hopes of those who prophesied good news for the whole world. And therefore, we proclaim that this day, the day of His birth, shall be a great festival, and shall usher in the new year. Rejoice, O people! Your Savior has come to you, And his name is Augustus Caesar. And this, the 23rd day of September, is his birthday. Wait a minute. Hold on there. That doesn't sound quite right, does it? Let me check. Mm, Yeah, that is an actual historical proclamation that was made sometime around the time of the birth of Jesus. I took a few liberties in the translation, but yes, that is pretty much what it says. It was actually taken from an ancient inscription that has been uncovered in Prien, in western Turkey, and it was made sometime around the year 9 BCE, which is pretty close to the date of the birth of Jesus, according to the Gospel of Matthew. And it certainly has all kinds of words and phrases that make it sound particularly Christian and Christmassy. Words like the Greek word evangelion which can be translated as good news, but is often also translated into English as gospel. And, of course, there are also other phrases that sound extremely familiar to Christians. Phrases like son of God and epiphany and savior and peace on earth. I saw all of that, and I was pretty sure that it must be a proclamation about the birth of Jesus. <laughs> but apparently, no. It's actually a proclamation about the birth of somebody named... Um, ...Caesar Augustus. And that inscription in Prienne is hardly the only such proclamation that was made. It is just the only one that survived intact from antiquity, but just about everyone all over the eastern part of the Roman Empire likely heard or read those words in the years leading up to Jesus' birth. I think we sometimes assume that all of those essential Christian concepts like gospel and Son of God and Epiphany were invented by the Christian movement itself. That these phrases came out of a vacuum, but they didn't. They were actually concepts that were very much part of everyday speech. A gospel, for example, was a common name for a proclamation. In particular, the proclamation of the beginning of a new ruler's reign or the foundation of a kingdom. All of the Roman emperors claimed for themselves the title of Son of God in Greek. The title was a little bit different in the Latin language of the Western Empire, but it meant pretty much the same thing. And peace on earth, well, that was the whole reason for why there were emperors at all. The emperors and especially the one called Caesar Augustus, only had the position because they had brought peace on earth by defeating and subjugating all those who opposed them. None of these concepts were created by Christians. What they did was take the concepts that were already out there as essential parts of the public domain and spin them in some radical new ways, giving them new meanings and applications. They retold the story of those common ideas. In many ways, that is what the Christmas story is, a retelling that gave established ideas new meanings. I imagine that you won't be surprised that I think that storytelling like that is still an important activity. So, next time you hear the story of the birth of Jesus, remember what they were doing and why. They were subverting the dominant narrative of that society that they lived in. So now here is a Christmas proclamation that uses some of those same words, but that means something oh so very different. But the angel said to them, not be afraid for see i am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people to you is born this day in the city of david a savior who is the messiah the lord and this will be a sign for you you will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. That is it for this season of Retelling the Bible. Join me in a couple of weeks when we begin our new seventh season. In the meantime, for those who celebrate Christmas in whatever way you celebrate it, let me share my wish that it will be merry. If you celebrate in other ways or not at all, I wish you many blessings. The theme music for the podcast is Ah Da by Kevin MacLeod and the mood music for this episode is God Rest Ye Merry Celtishman by Alexander Nakarada. The music is licensed under the Creative Commons and can be found at filmmusic.io. Sound effects come from zapsplat.com. This has been Season 6 of Retelling the Bible. And I have been your storyteller, W. Scott McCandless.